Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Open Mic with the MVP, Marco. I am, of course, your host, the MVP, Marco. Um, it wouldn't be anybody else. Um, Sheena hasn't gotten rid of me yet. I think I'm doing pretty good on these shows so far, so I, I think I'm in it for the long haul. We'll see what happens. But anyway, um, the Pod Foundation brings you this show, I like to say. Obviously, Chick Foley has something to do with it, but I like to, you know, the collective of the the Pod Foundation, the greatest collection of uh, content creators and podcasters known to man. Um, obviously, that's the Chick Foley show with myself, Sheena, Seth, and uh, the fig god, Jordan uh, Wells. We also have the Turnbuckle Tavern. I mean, the, the workhorses of the Pod Foundation, the guys that are pumping out, you know, content literally every single day of the week. I know for a fact, because I am on one of those shows on the Raw Down. Um, every Thursday, 8 o'clock on YouTube, you can hear me and J-Bone in our crazy musings on uh, the world of WWE and some other stuff in professional wrestling as well. We kind of go off on a tangent. Um, the Extra Cooler Show, we welcome them back. They're back from hiatus, uh, pumping out some new episodes. They get, uh, you, you get Nick, you get Matt, you get the rest of the Survivor Series team, as they like to say. Just bringing you all the all the nostalgic goodness of uh, professional wrestling, and then last but not least is uh, coming down the aisle with J Bone, my like I said, my partner from the Raw Down. Hear him every week. He he's another content machine. That guy's pumping out shows every week, as well as you know on Instagram, he's pumping out videos and reels and all this stuff. So, like I said, we're the great we're the greatest collection of content creators in in this game right now. I think. I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but that that could be me. Anyway, let's bring you to my my guest. I'm very excited about this one. Uh, this has been a long time in the making. I think I reached out to this person last year uh, when I was gonna st- when I was gonna start doing the show, but I kind of like got scared of doing the show and went into hiatus a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go full force. So we're here, and that's all that matters. Um, I'm not sure if he'd agree with me, but I consider you know if you if you take the you take the Turnbuckle Tavern right and you make you, you you make them like the NWO. Let's say they're the NWO. You have your Chads, you know, uh, Hogan and Nash, right? But then you get this guy. His name's Mike Belcaster. He's like the he's like the Scott Hall of the Turnbuckle Tavern, the cool guy, like the the guy that you can whip a soda at his head in the middle of the ring. It'll just take those juices and, and slick his hair back and and keep it moving. So let me bring him on, uh, Mike. Belcaster, how are you doing, sir? Hey, yo. Uh, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful intro. I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. I mean, like I said, I, I, I consider you like the, uh, you bring the coolness to the, uh, to the Turnbuckle Tavern. Would you agree at all? I, I, tr- probably- I try. I'm very modest. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, be like, oh, yeah, man, I'm the coolest guy. No, I'm, 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 I, in, in my eyes, I'm probably like the, the, the nerdiest dude of the tavern. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, you have, uh, I mean, you have obviously you have Tom too as well. He brings, yeah, oh, yeah. He brings a nerd factor. He's well. like the 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 Boris Hogan of the NWO. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and you have Ace, who I uh, recently interviewed. His episode will be out soon. And so, Hell yeah, I mean, you have Ace. You have it's like I said. It's like you guys are like the NWO, dude. You like the NWO of the uh, podcast world. Yes, we're, we're taking over. And then we actually, we actually <laughs> talked about this on the uh, Chick Foley show. The growth of of the Turnbuckle Tavern like brand like. The amount of like followers you have now on Instagram, freaking almost like twelve thousand followers, like that, 
amount of time. It's it's insane, man. What do you, yeah. what do you think of like the growth of like? Are you like shocked by it at all, or? No, man. I, I think a lot of the hard work pays off. I mean, you know, we yeah. did we we with the reels with I mean the TikTok growth was insane too, man. Like when they started yeah. their TikTok page, I, I was watching videos hit like two million, you know, views, three million views. I was like, wow, this is insane. But like the the Instagram thing, man. Thank I'll thank reels for that. But yeah. I'll think I'll thank you know the hard work and crew at the tavern because I don't do any, I just show up for shows here. I was, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm just a voice. I don't do all the technicality stuff, but uh, yeah, man, they, they, the content's there. It is so quality. Uh, they, they always, you know, hot topic left and right. They always got the good stuff. Like even with the Adam Copeland, you know, debut and AW, yeah. like they, they put it up like what, a month ago, like, Oh yeah, punk got fired, but good thing we got, you know, edge coming down in the future and look, look what happened, man. It blew up quick and I'm happy yeah. to see it, man. All the, every, Everybody, including the Pod Foundation, we all deserve the love, man. We, we've been busting our humps, kicking ass, and you know taking names, man. And so yeah, I'm get, happy to see the growth. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely see that too. With uh, obviously, uh, when I had I had um, extra cooler on a while back um, in the beginning of the sh- beginning of the like the early stages of the show, and he, you know, I, I, I asked him, "Oh, how does it how does it feel like you know you're you're with us, the Pod Foundation stuff?" And I'm like, how does it be the only one that actually in the group actually has a talent? Yeah. <laughs> you actually do something. And he's just like, no, no, that's all right. But uh, no, he like, even him, like the amount of like growth, like the growth he's had, like the amount yeah. of like, you know, you, you, we're seeing his gear on uh, on TV. Yeah, he's, every he's week. Everywhere. Man. Like he's in the indies and he's in the majors. He's, you know, Matt, Matt Cardona comes yeah. to him for, for the designs. Now he's with FTR. It's like, you know. It's right. it's awesome to see. It's on like the brawler, that. man. He's got his he's got his gear on a figure. How cool exactly. is that? <laughs> how, like, how insane is that? Where you like you you're, you drew like that? Your well, it's it's a collaboration, but you put that design. You did it. You actually yeah. put the work in, and now you're gonna see it probably on a figure too. Like you said, like a micro brawler it's, figures, it's crazy, merchandise. Yeah. Insane. Okay. Couldn't be happier for the guy. They're, but, they're uh, both of them, Nick and Matt. They're both killing it, man. It's, it's awesome to see. Just everybody kind of succeed here, man. Like we've been doing this for, I mean, almost four years, three years, something like that, right? So, oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, it's insane. So, I'm, I'm very, very proud of everybody. I'm very happy to see everybody growing and, you know, shining, blossoming, little flowers we be. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the, uh, so you coming in to the Turnbuckle Tavern and all that stuff? We don't have to go into full detail of, uh, <laughs> of, of how it happened, but uh, give give, uh, give us like give us your like your take on like how everything happened. Like, how did you connect with the Chads? With, yeah, like, all that stuff. No, for sure. So, like, I was I was on a former podcast. Uh, we'll, we're name uh, nameless because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to start no no guff here. But yeah. uh, it was just doing figure podcasts. I, I mean, uh, pandemic happened. I was I was doing stand up comedy beforehand. Uh, yeah. and once, I mean, what, what was I supposed to do with no stages, no bars, no nothing to go do the stand up? And, uh, I trained at second city and did all like this crazy stuff. Like, uh, I, I did a stand up show in Vegas. Like I was just floating around and then everything shut down. So it's mm-hmm. like kind of stuck wondering what I was going to do. Uh, AEW has been picked up. Uh, you know, it was, got, had the wrestling passion, like going really strong, but I was like, you know, I, I, I used to work indies uh for maybe like six years seven years and kind of fell out of it uh long story short i lost my brother my dad in 2016 aw resurge brought me back you know the passion of it all uh so i was like oh cool like i like wrestling like my dad was my big wrestling buddy i mean him used to go to all of our shows together so 
uh, had a huge giant wrestling collection, started dabbling around with uh, Instagram because I never had one up until my stand-up days, my improv days. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, so let me start posting some of my toys. Uh, got picked up with a friend, started. We, he was like, hey, man, let's do podcasts. I was like, all right, man, never tried it before. I'm, I'm down. You know, <laughs> I'll, never, I'll, I'll never say no twice. I'll only say it once. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were doing that. I think we, we in his ver, uh, verbiage, it was a season and we were about to do season two. He kind of fell off the map. So uh, I did a debate with the Tavern Man and um, me, Chad, Sneed, we're all big Pantera fans. Like we got along really, like clicked very, very well together. And I was like, all right, these guys are cool. And then, uh, yeah, it just kind of grew from there. And everybody was just like, oh, we want to kind of persuade you to join up over <laughs> here. And, you know, we, we were already part of the Pod Foundation. So, like, it was, we didn't need no introduction or anything. So it's just a comfortable space. And I started doing these little uh, maybe, like, half-hour videos with Tom. And we were mm -hmm. talking about, like, my fandom with wrestling. And, you know, uh, we would do, like, specials on, like, the, the Road Warriors and stuff like that. And then it just became, hey, let's start a figure show. Let's start this. Let's do this. And it blew up, man. And uh, I think at one point I was doing like six shows a week yeah, <laughs> yeah. Point down here. it was insane man so the, <laughs> the workflow slowed down a little bit which I'm, I'm not complaining about but yeah i was hustling man i love doing wrestling stuff <laughs> yeah I, I think uh i think just to add on to that with the uh the amount of shows like i think in the beginning like we all like, like when everyone got together and we were all doing it was just so much stuff going on i was like oh let's yeah. do this show and let's jump on this show and like literally everybody was doing each other's shows and, it was, <laughs> and then i think like at some point it was just like you know obviously life gets in the way but at the same time you're like let's like compartmentalize who's gonna go where like i think around yeah. the time when like the raw down started like the actual like inception of it i think that's when everything started to like all right fig night that's going to be the show raw downs going to be the show. And then like yeah. so on and so forth. And it just started, it was more of like a schedule thing, but in the beginning of it, it was just like, yeah, those like people doing like seven or eight shows. Like, <laughs> like, how do you, how do you do this? Like, let's, 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 I want to get to the comedy stuff. Cause I did not know that. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. But um, I want to ask like, how was that? Like jumping on different, like six, oh. seven shows, like, it was like, insane. I mean, I've even I even hopped on the raw down a few times, which is not my right. specialty yeah, whatsoever. I but I was, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, let's do it." But uh, let's let's see. We had the the GCW show on Mondays. We had Fig mm -hmm. Night on Tuesdays. The wrap up was on Wednesdays. Thursday was uh, I was doing something on Thursdays. I forgot what it was. But then Friday was Shot of Nostalgia. That's that that yep. was the five show schedule and. Uh, everything in between i mean we had hanging at the tavern all this yeah. all these specials that we were doing after pay-per-view shows and uh yeah it was chaotic as hell but it was fun and i don't know it kept me on my toes like i i got very comfortable i had to get comfortable in front of the mic and the camera and i think that was the best way to do it was deep dive right into it like you know yeah don't don't, don't take the steps into the pool you just dive into the deep end and see what happens <laughs> yeah i think that's i think that's how it, it mostly especially when i like started doing this because it's, yeah. it's a, obviously it's a one-man show i don't have you don't have Sheena or Seth or oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. on. So it's like a little like it was a little overwhelming at first, but I, I actually like it now. I actually like being able to like, you know, sit down and talk one on one with somebody or like yeah. when I when I had the Chads on here, you know, having them that that was amazing. <laughs> listen, like listening to like how they came together and you know, the whole 
I'm not sure if it's still if it's a gimmick or a true story. If they are actually related, I, don't, I, I still don't know. I'm living in the kayfabe world on that K- one. Kayfabe, but... kayfabe, brother. <laughs> I don't know that they they, they, you know, they play their poker faces and they, they haven't said anything yet, so they keep that gimmick keep, keep that gimmick alive. But uh, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let me go. Let's go to the the con. I did not know you did. Yeah, man. Comedy. How long did you do that for? Uh, I, I started doing. Uh say 2018 and uh I, I took classes down at second city uh just trying to figure it out uh first it started with stand-up and then one of the guys from stand-up was like oh you should try improv too to get loose mm-hmm. on the stage and like get you know just kind of shake all the the you know the yeah the worry out because well, when you're up there it's hard to talk and they they were cold as hell they throw you up on stage uh microphone in a room of four people you know and then you'd have to tell jokes and hopefully something would react you know yeah. <laughs> so it, it was it was insane man uh very fun though i took uh two classes of stand-up i did uh the whole improv thing there uh we, we had an improv group called daddy issues uh it was super fun <laughs> and i met a lot of great people doing it and uh it was the, i think it probably stopped doing it in total like right when pandemic happened, man, I, I literally was in Vegas that December came back January hit. And then by the time March came, it was like, Oh, everything's done. <laughs> it, it was tough, man. Did you like, uh, like what, what got you into doing like, you know, pursuing like a comedy, like career, like doing stand uh, stuff like that. It's it, So it's weird. So I was doing uh, pro wrestling, you know, I got, I started doing independent wrestling probably like 2000, 11 something like that so uh, i i loved performing like it was it was you know i was i started off just helping out and then i was doing timekeeping uh and then i moved to doing ring announcing which i absolutely fell in love with yeah it, it's so cool being up there and i've never held a microphone in my entire life like that and being in front of a crowd like it was <laughs> exhilarating man I, I absolutely like just fell fell in love with it and so uh fell out of that and then, like I said, my, my brother, and my dad passed away, which it just threw my whole mm-hmm. life into shambles for like a year. Right. Like it was recovery time yeah. was just ridiculous. So trying to get back to a happy space, I used to watch stand up with my dad and my brother a lot. And I was like, yeah, you know, what the hell? Let's let's I live in Chicago. Second City is 15 minutes from me. Like, yeah. let's figure it out. And I signed up for the classes. I was super, super nervous getting into it like i was you know just i'm not i was never a big speaker especially public speaker i hate talking (laughs) shocker right uh but yeah it it made me not only better at you know public speaking and being but it just uh, overall helped with uh you know mental quickness and uh, like just keeping Mm -hmm. you on your toes being able to walk into a room and read the room you know so like it, it was very beneficial mentally and uh yeah i was happy as a pig and shit like i was <laughs> being yeah. able to go out and perform and uh my our improv crew we sold out uh two months worth of shows at second city like we were wow. on fire we were doing great stuff and um while while on top of doing the improv i was doing the stand-up with it and uh yeah it, just, it really enjoyed bringing people into a space and making them smile for you know, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever I got. It was, it was always worth it. That's awesome. What what was it? What was your, like, what would you say your comedy style? Oh, uh, I was very, be? very into Burt Kreischer. Uh, I grew up watching George Carlin and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So I was Mitch Hedberg. Uh, I was very storyteller aspect because okay. I, like I, I lived a wild couple of years. So I had like, I, I've, 
closed out a bar with Dave Chappelle and my mom in like 2015. Yeah, it's wild, wild stuff. But uh, we, we could go back to that in a minute. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I was uh, I was just uh, I'm a, I'm, I got a totally space. But uh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, I just, com- I, comedy I, style. Like what? What? Yeah, yeah. So like? I, I I was like a good one liner guy. Loved doing that, and then uh. I was story like I would tell this Chappelle story was like one of my favorite things or like I have this one story about like the first time I met Marilyn Manson and like he was absolutely everything you would picture a rock star to be you know black garbage bags taped to the walls in the locker in the, in the dressing room like he was like hand me my drug purse and I was like this, this is everything I've ever wanted like as walking into a concert backstage like this is you, you felt like you were in front of the Beatles like it was insane yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, big storytelling guy. Love doing one-liners. Like I, I my 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 big opener was like, "Hey guys, I'm like I don't I don't do cocaine. Never done it, but I always trim my nose hair in anticipation." Like, <laughs> you know, like silly shit like that. So it, it was always like I, I like witty, stupid jokes, and it was, they everybody always like had a good time with it. So I, I always try to bring a good energy when I get up there, and even if I'm telling weird jokes or if i'm telling stories like i just try to keep it as lighthearted as possible but like yeah man like everybody i want you story time sit down let's talk you know because yeah i like the intimacy and i I love doing crowd work like you can talk to people like what's your job you know and they'll they'll come back and like you just go back and forth with it um it's just it was so new to me that like i was just like oh i could i could do this forever like i i was i was feeding off yeah Oh man, I always thought of like doing that type of stuff, but I was I'm I'm a big scaredy cat when it comes to jumping on stage. But now, like for a living, my shoe job, I'm I'm you know I'm doing that pretty much. I'm doing (laughs) talking to people, presentations in front of. So it's like it's it it comes natural after too. Like when you're just in front of people just talking, but to be funny is a different, a whole different element. Like you might think something's funny, but obviously your job is to put that out there and see if someone else laughs. And I remember. uh, I remember Patrice O'Neill said, uh, oh, he always Patrice. used to say, <laughs> it should be 50-50. It should be 50 pe- 50% of the people laughing in the room, 50% of the people just shocked and, uh, and horrified. <laughs> at what you just said. It shouldn't, everyone shouldn't be laughing at everything you say. It should, yeah, be, a no, mixed, it should be a mixed bag. Uh, I love Patrice O'Neill, man. That, that is a, a name that hits home, man. I, I oh. used to watch him. Uh, Shorty's watching Shorties on County oh, Central. Man, oh, yeah, f- flashbacks, right? Uh, all the stand-up specials were so great. Dude, I go on YouTube and I literally like watch, um, like not watch, but I listen to like when he was on like Opie and Anthony when he had his own yeah, show on oh. Sirius XM, Black Phillip. Listen to that all the <laughs> time. I go back to his uh, stand-up elephant in the room. Uh, yeah, I'm so proud. Good. If you if you've heard of that show, tough. Oh crowd. my it god, was, yeah. Jim Colin Quinn, <laughs> Jim Norton, like all those guys that used to hang out and stuff. And man, that's that's the type of like I love comedy, and that's that style of comedy is like that's my style. Like all those guys too, like all pretty much came from Boston. Patrice, yeah, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, um, and they all and then they all moved to obviously New York, and they all became this like click. Bob Kelly, another yeah. another one of those guys too. Like so, that's like the type of style that I kind of, you know, took on for myself when I, you know, when I like to, you know, tell jokes and, you know, kind of yeah. things in that way. <laughs> um, I kind of took on that persona just by listening to it so much. What do you, like, what do you, uh, like, I know your comedy style storytelling, but what, who's your, like, who do you go to as far as like a uh, inspiration when it comes to, when it comes to that, who Ooh. makes up your, your comedy stylings? I know you said like Carlin and all that stuff, but is there oh, a yeah, specific yeah, for person? Sure. 
it's, it's hard as like there's so many people i always wanted to aspire to be when i was trying to think about like like writing yeah. jokes like i was always trying to be the anthony jeselnik mm. or you know somebody of like but i don't have that cold deadpan yeah. look to me like i'm too well like i'm i'm i, I feel like i'm the burt kreischer type of guy like, you know i'm just <laughs> i'm i'm big i'm hairy i'm you, you know <laughs> i like to have a good time so like i can never go up to a place and be like you know i, I can't pull the the heel move like i'm always i'm yeah. always gonna be the baby face in the room so that's that's usually what it goes with but I, like i i could like we we had a class it was like two weeks worth of it where we were just doing one-liners and like i was just sitting there watching mitch hedberg like trying to pick apart the way he thought because it was so so out there so wild like the, the his jokes like talking about oh, the rice you can't if you ever hungry enough where you want a thousand of something eat a yeah. bowl of rice man you know <laughs> like it's so so silly and like you're like how the hell did he think about like and so that that's where i would try to like sit down and like try to get outside of the natural bubble of you know even with the storytelling stuff try to find a unique way to tell the story even if you embellish, like you got to figure out where you can embellish. You got to figure out how to embellish. Uh, yeah, where you can lift it up a little bit more, where you can bring it down and like get really close, and you know. And then yeah. you got to there's stage work. Like you got to walk. You know, how am I going to walk around? Where am I going to be? Am I going to yeah. tap on the like for somebody's at the door? Yeah, you know, <laughs> shit like that. So, it, but yeah, it's, it's it's I try to take everybody. You know, like I love I love Robin Williams. I love yeah, I love Cat Williams. Like you, you go all across the spectrum, man. Both Williams. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so like I, I was, I was always very into it. I, like I just love, I love laughing. I like being happy, man. Like, yeah. It's 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 a hard thing when you really need it, and when you find it, like you love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember, uh, like, I think with comedy too. Like, if, if if you're into comedy and you're a fan of it, I think like. Obviously, you're not gonna find every single person, you know, funny. But at the same yeah. time, you, a majority of the you're gonna you're gonna have a, a, a like a lot of different stylings. It's, it's it's like professional wrestling. Like you might Very like certain so. different types of professional wrestling. You might like lucha style. You might like strong style. You might like yeah. you know, big meaty men slapping meat. You might like technical <laughs> stuff. But like you're still gonna have like a majority of the things you like. And that's that's with comedy too. Like you might not like everything, but there are gonna be certain. Like you said, the contrast from Robert Williams to Cat Williams—that's like, yeah, that's a huge contrast there. And uh, absolutely, yeah. man. <laughs> just, uh, just uh, funny—not not really a funny story, but my my father, um, he, he passed away in two thousand nine, but um, huge religious guy, like really you know, from the south, um, you know, Christian, all that stuff. Um, and my mother, you know, she's from a pair. She's, you know, she was actually, she actually did like open mics and stuff when she was younger. She, she nice. wanted to be like a full-time comedian at one point, but she was like a huge fan of George Carlin. And, um, yes. I think it went, I think it went show, I think it went, um, our special was, but he did that thing on, uh, God. It was like yeah, the last yeah, yeah. pit. And it was like about like a 10. And I, I remember it was like me, my father, and my mother sitting there. Like we were watching it. Like, <laughs> HBO. It was a premiere of it. My mother was like, oh, we got to watch us. And I remember my I remember my father like watching it and him like saying like, yo, you know, there is no God. Well, like, if there was strike, may he strike me dead right now. He's like, Oh wait, no, I feel a little tingle. I feel something <laughs> like, but my father was like, he was actually laughing. He thought it was yeah. funny. like, that's how like powerful comedy is. You could be like the most, I mean, the most religious person in the world. But if someone like articulates a joke in a certain way and tells a story in a certain way, you'll, th that's how you know they're geniuses. And I yeah. kind of want to transition over to, Chappelle, because I think he's oh. one of, if not the like the best <laughs> storyteller. Like he can tackle any 
type of subject and it's, it's just palatable and like he has that like i don't want to say he's he has that like thing that patrice said like not everyone's gonna laugh at yeah. everything he says but it's gonna be 50 it's gonna be 50 50 some people are gonna be like mortified by what he said and some people are gonna laugh hysterically at, he, at what he said <laughs> and uh and uh watch all the specials on netflix all the ones that he put out there they're just so good. The trilogy yeah. is just gold. The tri- I mean, I could go on and off <laughs> with Dave Chappelle, but how the hell did you end up, <laughs> you and your mother, hanging out with Dave Chappelle? So a very, very long story, but so I, I, the, the pro wrestling company I was working with at the time was uh, Resistance Pro. Uh, it was ran by Billy Corgan, uh, pre his TNA days, okay. pre his you know NWA purchase. Uh, this was like him kind of getting his feet wet. Uh, he was co-owners with uh, two guys that lived, you know, on the south side of Chicago. And then uh, my mom and I came in and uh, kind of helped build up like what the, the missing pieces. So, uh, like, you know, they they needed somebody to do publicity stuff for them. Like, I would help them find a TV station that they could get on at two in the morning so we could watch it like ECW back in the day, you know, stuff like that. But uh Became really, really close with Billy Corgan. Uh, you know, we, we were, uh, I, I mean, I, get, <laughs> I proposed to my wife during the time we were there. Uh, we got yeah. married in a wrestling ring. We were in the National Enquirer. Uh, a, lot, a lot of crazy <laughs> shit happened. <laughs> so um, it, it was it was a trip. But so Billy, the, the, the company blows up, you know, like, like all good things. They do come to an end. Uh, so Billy removes himself from the company. We all kind of follow along with them. The, the, the smarter ones did, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was I was out in DC with my buddy Giovanni, my mom Billy Corgan. Uh, trying to think, there was a couple other people there, but we were there for like a of like a wounded uh, soldiers concert. So all the, all the band members yeah. would play with like Tom Morello. Billy Corgan was doing it. Uh, my mom does a lot of work with the military, so she helped set this up for him and stuff. Uh, but uh, who's there? The, the, one of the guys from Pink Floyd. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. So it was, it was like, wow, this is insane. Like, let's go to it. Let's go. <laughs> you know? So we're, we're out there. Uh, and while we're there, we go to the, we do the concert thing. We have a great time. Billy's like, come back to my hotel afterwards. Like, well, I'll meet you guys in the lobby. We'll, we'll hang out and talk. And I was like, all right, cool. So we get to the hotel. And we're like, it's me, my mom, my mom's friend Mick, uh, I was her coworker, and my buddy Giovanni, who I just was like, "Hey, come to DC with us." He's like, "Oh hell yeah, I'd love to." <laughs> uh, so we get there, and we're in the Four Seasons, you know, DC. So I'm like, "Oh, this is crazy!" Like, never, it's probably the first time I ever stepped into a place that I could not afford to be. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so you're like, like tea is like thirty dollars. Like I'm free. Like I, I, I was, I'm. So before this, I like I didn't start drinking until my late twenties. This probably was the start of it. Was this night? Uh, yeah. But like I was, I got there. I'm like, I'm gonna have a green tea. Like I'm gonna hang on. I'm gonna wait for Billy to get down here. And we're sitting there. And Tom Morello walks by, and I was like, Oh, we were just at the concert. Like start chatting him up. He was from out. He's from Chicago. He's from like Edgebrook or something. So shooting shit about the, you know the Chicago Cubs. Uh, his guitar. I play guitar. So I was like, Oh, guitar talk up and uh, you know his ear off. And <laughs> while we're doing talking to him, Kathy Griffin walks by. What she, she's she stops and she's like, Oh, hey, what's going on, guys? You know, like, and we're like, Fucking Kathy Griffin is crazy. So, we, you know, <laughs> can we get a selfie? Yeah, just, you know, I don't, I don't hang out with teamsters. Like, <laughs> it was really, <laughs> really random. Like, it was just like, Okay, and so she's like, Uh, I, I, my mom's like, What are you doing here? And she's like, Oh, well, we're here. Uh, Dave Chappelle's getting the Mark Twain Award, and I was oh, like, Oh, so it's like, Okay, it, 
wild right so I'm like we're like oh shit and she's like oh yeah he's supposed to be here like chris rock was in the lot like there's so many people Holy in shit. the bar area so i'm like i'm not going to, like I'm, this is it i capped off like i met tom Morello and kathy griffin like i'm having a great time so we're sitting there uh we billy finally comes down he's like oh hey what's going on you know let's, let's go let's we'll sit down we got a really big long table uh his crew's there so everybody's telling stories and you know having dinner sharing drinks having a good time and i see Chappelle out of the corner of my eye like with his kid on his shoulder his wife he's walking through the lobby and my buddy's like dude 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 it's Chappelle, man and i was like no no no, we're not gonna bother him because that's what made him go to africa like we're gonna yeah, be no, very, right. very nice. <laughs> like i'm not me. yeah i'm not trying to be the guy that's like <laughs> Hey Dave Chappelle, what's going on? And he's like, "Man, fuck you guys." You know. <laughs> yeah. Ah, get away. Get from away. Me. Ah. <laughs> so, we're sitting there at like an hour or two past. It's probably like 11 o'clock at night. And uh I turn and I see Chappelle at the bar. And I was like, "Dope. He's sitting by himself. He's just on his phone like doing this." I'm like, "Yeah, man." I was like, my buddy's like, "Should we go say hi to him?" I was like, "No, no, no." I was like, "Just just let's play it out. Let's see what happens. Maybe we'll cross paths, right?" I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. He's like, all right. So I see Chappelle get up and he goes, gun lines outside. He pulls out a cigarette. And I was like, grab my buddy by the shoulder, you know, drag him out. I was like, come on, come on, come on. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, just shut up. Come on. So I get out there. I light my cigarette. Chappelle looks up and goes, hey, man, you got a light? And I was like, boom, we got it. Oh, <laughs> so perfect. I said, I'm like, hell yeah, man, for you. I was like, absolutely. So I'm like scrambling through my pockets, trying to get my lighter out. I pull out one phone. Because I had like it was like the old Apple C phones, they were oh, like yeah, plastic yeah, like, iPhones. Yeah. So I had two of them because one was for Spotify because I put all my music on it because we were traveling, and the other yeah. one was for my normal phone shit. And so yeah. I'm sitting there juggling phones and I get my lighter out, light a cigarette. He's like, Oh, thanks, man. He's like, I'm Dave. I was like, Hi, Dave. I'm Mike. Like, who gives a fuck? About me? <laughs> <laughs> so he, my buddy's like, I'm Giovanni. Pleasure to meet you. You know, Chappelle's just like, Hey, man. Like we started just shooting the shit, and we're like, oh man, it's so cool. Like you, like hard you're getting an award. Like we ran into Kathy Griffin. He's like, Kathy Griffin's here. He's like, shit, let's go. <laughs> so like we ran around the lobby trying to find other comedians because he was so excited and nobody was there. And he was just like, oh man, hell? like he looked like a, a hurt puppy. And I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't. I was like, shit, man. Like his whole night's like gonna be ruined because he gets to hang out with us. <laughs> so I was like. Hey, can I buy you beer? Sorry, your friends left. Like, I, I, I'll, let's go sit down at the bar. He's like, and he's like, he's like, nah, man. He's like, you're gonna come with me. We're gonna sit down, and I'm gonna buy you a drink. And I was like, oh shit. So what I, fuck, I, I, I was not like, I, I think I've had like two beers my entire life up until this point. And he was like, oh, what are you drinking? And I don't know. The bartender walks up, and he, Dave's like, I'll have like an Amstel Light. And I was like, I'll have what he's having. He's like, motherfucker, don't you dare pull out the the, <laughs> the Samuel L. Jackson train. <laughs> so I'll have what he's having. <laughs> so we were cracking up. And this whole time, it's just me, my buddy, and Chappelle. Like, we're just sitting at the bar. Dude, that's my crazy, mom's dude. never seen me drink a day in her life. She comes walking past me. And she's, <sighs> you know, she's had a few cocktails. She sees me, she falls on the floor and she goes, what the fuck are you doing? You don't drink. Like, you know, she was just like, what? <laughs> she was just shocked. And then I looked at her and I was like, giving her that look like, yo, shut the fuck up. Uh -huh, what the <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so Chappelle turns and she goes, oh my God. And she falls on the floor again. And like, he's like, man, he's like, I was like, Dave, this is my mom. Mom, this is Dave. He's like, hey, mama. You know, like, so I was like, 
yeah my mom's like he never drank a day in his life like he's this is his like first beer and he goes shit he's like don't let me become the, the reason for all your problems man <laughs> so we're we're chatting up we're having a good time and i was like hey it's like, do you want to meet Billy? Have you ever met Billy Corgan? Do you want to meet Billy Corgan? He's like, is that that motherfucker from Pearl Jam? He's like, he gave me a skateboard. I almost broke my damn arm on it. Once. And I was like, close. It's like same generation. It's like, but he's over here. He's like, hell yeah. So I, I walk over to the table. I'm like, Billy, this is my friend Dave Chappelle. And he's like, what the fuck? So there was, it was a cool, like little shocking moment. Everybody in the, in the, the like it, it became, we met up at 11 we didn't leave Chappelle until like 5 30 in the morning damn like it was insane and he was like i'm just gonna hang out and close out the bar like hey chill with you guys man <laughs> and i was like this Holy is crazy shit, so yeah that was it was a wild wild story <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and he was the coolest motherfucker i've ever met in my entire life as he would be uh he lives he lived up to every expectation possible funny charming super super smart man and like I was just I, I it took me until like four thirty in the morning to be like I'm a huge fan like I it was none of that the whole time I was just like yeah I'm from Chicago we were showing pictures of each other's kids like he's you know it was just it was a, it was a really nice intimate encounter then I wasn't expecting it to be that cool yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know like usually it's like a five second like hey hey cool nice to meet you can I get a selfie yeah we didn't even take a picture until like way way late like it was probably like close to six in the morning like before he jetted off he's like my wife's gonna kick my ass i gotta get upstairs <laughs> i was like all right man fair enough <laughs> Jeez, man. crazy man absolutely crazy well, it kills mine i hung out with uh marty janetti and doink Ooh. Uh, oh well back <laughs> That that's that's <laughs> sounds like a crazier story than <laughs> yeah no, it, was, it wasn't that bad they were uh it was that i think it, it was a, it was that a uh was that one of the uh it was a local wrestling show we were all at the same hotel he was his his door was uh, across from ours we didn't even know oh his, his room. <laughs> and, uh, he we had at one point we had doink's wig i don't know how we got it he had it uh, marty janetti had doink's wig with the, the curly green <laughs> afro wig he had that he was wearing it at one point in the in the, uh, in the hallway uh we invited him in the room we drank we drank with them and stuff like that. Hell yeah. No drugs, no drugs involved. <laughs> All right. None of that stuff. Not, He's not that heavily you've seen. drinking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> went to the bar, drank, and that, that's when we see Doink and he was there. We drank with uh, Doink. And all that stuff. That's, I mean, there was nothing fun about that. But it, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was, he's definitely a ladies' man. I'll tell you that much. Oh, uh, they, 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 Genetti, they try yeah, to be. He was, uh, yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, yeah, he was all over the place. He was hitting on all the, uh, all the, the, the cougars. Yeah, the, 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 the female clientele <laughs> at, the, at the establishment. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, geez, wow, that's that's yeah. insane. You got to freaking have yeah. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, man, and it was like, all like, night. Long. It was so wild, and he was so cool, man. Like literally, it was just like I, I, my daughter was just born. Like I was one of those things. Like I was just like so that's surreal. normal like i was just like yo dude he was like here this is my daughter it's because that was the where one of the jokes is in there is like i was digging for my lighter i pulled out the one phone and i pulled out the other phone and he's like oh man you got side bitches don't you <laughs> I was like, no 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 it's like this one's for pictures and music this one's to talk to people and he's like oh okay he's like you lying man you lying and i was like no no it's like you know i shouldn't picture my daughter he's like oh hell yeah and then he started showing me pictures of his kids it was it was so like 
random, right. so wild. So it's like you know, it's like running into a Pokemon in the fucking middle of the wild. It's like what? Oh, What's good. going on? Like wild Dave Spell appeared. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool. I, I was I was I was super pumped, and he was like I said, it was just the coolest dude in the world. Like I I, I don't think I've ever had a good encounter that well. I was like, damn. <laughs> has there been any other? Has there been any people that you did meet that were just like? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, of course. Yeah, um, I thought this guy was going to be or lady. Either. Well, one. I mean, not necessarily. Did I, did I have high expectations? But like, I've been treated weirdly and bad. Like, uh one time we were at, we were. This is why I was working with the wrestling company. We were hosting or not hosting, but we had a table at this overnight horror themed flea market right sounds so fucking great <laughs> but a lot of a lot of like the, uh, the guy that played the, the oompa loompa and willy wonka was there like there's some some forms of celebrities walking around and stuff hockey talk fans there and hockey talk man walks over to our table and he's like, oh he's like billy corgan's company huh he's like tell that motherfucker to call me i got good plans for his company and i was like this was going on for hours like I was, I was at some point. I was like, "Man, like get him the fuck away from us." <laughs> so I'm sitting there and me with my buddy Giovanni again, and we're like, "Oh, we're gonna go take a walk the floor, check out the, the you know the merch and stuff like that." And then was, we both were like, "Oh, got a piss? Let's go to the bathroom." Honky talk man comes walking in behind <laughs> us, and he's just like. He's like, hey, Baba. He's like, you want to see my dick? And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, he was just so, it was, I couldn't tell if he was fucked up or like he was ribbing me. Like, I just, I, I don't know what the fuck was going on. But if Honky Talk Man is not on my uh, <laughs> friendly oh list. Oh, we got, we got heat, Honky Talk. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was wild, man. But like the, the whole time, he was just like, get me a job, get me a job. Hey, you want to see my dick? Get me a job. It was like, what the what fuck the... is wrong with you? <laughs> what did he say? What the hell? Yeah, it, see it, after it, that or? Or no, oh no, we 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 were like I'm I'm done. Like I, I, I'm spent, man. Like I need a cigarette afterwards. Like this is crazy. Oh, <laughs> but he was like God. he was there. He had the big gold, like he not the intercontinental. Like he was just all over the place. He didn't have so, the, like, oh he didn't have the actual intercontinental. No, no, title. no IC title. He had the big WCW gold, which made no sense <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Just so, living his dreams. Fun, He's just fun times, cosplaying. man. I, like I've had, I've had, I've been to not throw everybody under the bus, but I've had some other encounters where I was like, ah, oh, this guy's an asshole, and like I don't most wrestlers, mostly wrestlers, are you gonna just- uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot of them were wrestlers, I mean, a few celebrities in between too, you know. <laughs> oh my God, but but dude. yeah, man, it was like it's it's crazy, but not everybody's everybody's flavor, you know. So I, yeah. I get it. It's it's. But Honky Talk Man was definitely one of those ones. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now you you mentioned. Like before, you mentioned your mom too. Like she was helping out. Did she like? Is she into like the entertainment, uh, like wrestling and she loves and it. All stuff. She she loves it because I love it. She like she sees that like I'm passionate for it. She gets yeah. it. And uh, it was like you know like, I was just getting started into it. I started talking to the so the guys that owned the company. They were they were great for the, the run, right? Until until yeah. everything blew up. It was much like everything, you know, it, it was, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. But uh, when she's seen how much I was doing with it and what like, Oh, like she, she knows she like run Chicago. Like she's, she's basically the Irish mafia here. <laughs> <laughs> only jokes, only jokes. But, uh, <laughs> but like, if I needed like, Hey, we need a venue down in this area. Like, do you know anybody, you know, it was one of those things like, yeah, I could call somebody for you and like, we'll get it set up. And like, so we, we were doing a lot of stuff for them like that. Like, eventually it was like hey let's let's throw some money towards them and help them out like booking people and like it, it was 
it was the only way I was going to be able to get bigger attention on it, you know? So it was like, what well, we had a Kevin Nash coming for a show and he was yeah. like, he's the smartest fucking dude in the room for bringing me in. <laughs> I was like, Thank you. Like, you know, but we were, we, so the show, like we, we were doing great. We uh, had a year under our belt we were supposed to be on AMC. We filmed for a reality show. Oh, wow. uh, we were like nine episodes deep in the filming wow. and we were on our way to Minnesota for a zombie pub crawl wrestling show venues book just incredibles on their ddp uh they were like it was it was crazy right uh raven it was raven's like one of my good friends from his, all this which is wild uh but on our way to minnesota for the zombie pub crawl the amc crew is like literally with a camera in her face and they're like oh amc just canceled all reality programming like talking times is gone like everything Jeez. so they're like hopefully somebody else can pick it up we're going to continue to film this weekend but hopefully we'll see what happens and that was kind of like the downfall at all once the reality show got screwed up yeah. uh was a lot of like bad shit came in the light from the, the other two owners and things and we were like we're out like yeah. oh, i don't want to be attached <laughs> to this drama <laughs> i've dealt with enough shit growing up so, you know so <laughs> like oh, i'm good geez. but but yeah, it was, it was it was a trip, man. Like I, I, I had a great time. I met a lot of great people. Uh, you know, I, I, was, I made Pineapple Pete his first action figure. Like, wow, <laughs> this is years years down the line, man. Jeez. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Who I ran into, Cash Wheeler was part of our crew. Uh, running to him at every AW showdown, he's always like, "Hey, Bubba, what's up?" I'm like, "Hey, no, Bubba." <laughs> so it's it, it, it's cool to see like the success of everybody that's that's my favorite part of doing anything is watching yeah. everybody grow like uh john schuyler who's on impact right now that guy is a hell of a talent even better person uh just just seeing all these guys that came from where i was you know yeah uh, and seeing them go up to do bigger and better things including myself you know it, it's it's awesome man yeah i was gonna say that you actually brought up a good point because i spoke to the uh the wrestling class like justin about about that he he said he likes to see people <clears throat> like flourish. Like he likes to like, you know, if, if he's working with somebody or he's friends with somebody, he likes to see them, you know, grow and get yeah. bigger. Do you think like now, cause we, we talked about like early 2014, 2015 social media wrestling wasn't like a huge thing. There wasn't like, you know, podcasts yeah. like crazy. There was like a few pages <clears throat> that I kind of, we spoke about. I kind of said like, you know, Chick Foley was one. He was one. Um, I think Extra Cooler at the time too. They were, they all came up around the same time. And there was a yeah. couple other uh, pages early in you know early in the Instagram days. And then obviously now it's like it's it's insane. It's like you know this it's everywhere. Podcast, yeah, streamers, literally everything, <laughs> us included. Do you think there's like? Do you like seeing like? Do you know anybody else besides like us and the like the Pod Foundation? Do you know anyone outside of that that's doing this? That's like, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. It was like not, not crazy, crazy good, but, uh, that Nick Houseman, you know, he, okay. he, he yeah. he's the, 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 the scrum guy, right. Yeah. Um, he, he okay. worked at the yeah. same company I did. So it was, it was cool to see him. I mean, when I first time I seen him at a media scrum on K, I was like, holy shit, dude. And I'm so happy for him. Like it's, it's the coolest thing. And he was one of the first guys that started doing like he he quit the company and then he started his podcast right afterwards. Yeah, and like he was he was helping out. Uh, I know he was helping out Cult and like now he's like the, the CM Punk 
the, the voice of he's the voice of the voice of the voiceless. Uh, so uh, it's but it's cool to see like anybody that I've ever came cross paths with. Uh, I mean, like I the over the moon salt girl that does the the cosplay. Like I've seen yep. her a few times at like these these oh, fan awesome. fests and stuff, and like she's she's killing it. You know, like I love yeah. seeing it, and like Chick Foley too. Like I I followed Chick Foley on Twitter. God knows how long ago. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that was like, that was when I wasn't collecting actively. Like that was like, oh damn, that looks so cool. You know, and I was just checking out all this stuff. So I was like, I always kept up with it. Even, even when I wasn't watching fully, you know, yeah. I always, I always tried to stay like toys wise too. Like you're walking down an aisle, you know, you're in target to buy cat litter. You're like, oh shit, I'm going to still check it out even though I'm not buying <laughs> yeah. anything. But like, yeah, yeah. And, as you can see, I still buy a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah, actually, but good problems to have. <laughs> I actually had, um, uh, actually, I had, yeah, I had um, Casey uh, over the moon salt on. Uh, I think, yeah, like I think she was like in the like the fourth or fifth maybe episode. And nice, I'm, gonna, I'm actually have her back again. I think uh, it's gonna be. I'm gonna have her and Sheena on. We're gonna do a. Uh, we're gonna do like a Halloween open mic episode because. Um, she you know like she loves halloween she loves all things about it obviously casey with the costumes and stuff like that she said she <laughs> loves it as well so i kind of want to bring them two together it'd be like the first time they're meeting each other too as well which is which is pretty awesome. awesome i think yeah you know I, like i told uh sheena when i first started doing the show one of my main one of the main things i wanted to do with this show is to highlight like women in yeah. in our like our community because we obviously you know you know sheena you know casey yeah, like I have, like I just had Hale Liz. I'll, her her um episode will be out soon. Um, I've had uh, like I said, Casey. I've had Marie Shadows. You guys have her. She she was on the debate ones. Yeah. Um, and the one non wrestling one, which is uh Queen G. She's she collects uh uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff, mainly Donatello stuff. But she's like you know with you know she's like a deal with Paramount and nickelodeon and stuff like that and she's doing commercials wow. and all stuff so like it's, it's, it's weird seeing like like because i had her on once like the first time and then like a year later she's like yeah i just went to the premiere of the you know mutant mayhem and i got to sit down That's with kevin crazy. eastman and you know, we're, you know i have this thing with like nickelodeon now where i'm doing like you know advertisements and all this stuff i'm like that's that's it's just insane it's seeing like you know people that you've interacted with and now they're starting to do like all these amazing things it's it's, it's awesome to see like yeah, you just you just want everyone to like to win, and I think I think I'm trying to get into this next part, which I always bring up with everybody: social media in wrestling. Yeah, you've seen it. I mean, we talk. I talk about it. I, I was gonna go like on a huge rant on our uh, broadcast, <laughs> but we weren't able to. About you know, it's and I talked to uh, wrestling classic about this too. Like, it's the wrestling fans not knowing what they want. Like, they'll hate one thing. But then someone else would do that same thing, but they'll love it because they love that person. But yeah. you just hated it on this side. But now you like it's just I don't I just don't get the like especially now, like in the spot that we're in with the amount of we're spoiled now. Nope. With the amount of wrestling <laughs> that we have, like Impact, GCW, New Japan, AEW, WWE, Defy. Like you list goes on, like there's this NWA. There's like you can yeah. you can't go anywhere without like Watch it. You don't have to like watch every single thing. You can pick and choose what you like. So I don't get where the the complaining and all the negativity. Like, where do you stand on that? Like, the like it's a small minor. It's a minority of the you know of the wrestling community that you know speaks their negative. Yeah. Stuff. Like, where do you stand on that? Like, as a 
you know, as a podcaster, as a content creator, because obviously you're out there looking at the stuff, the same things I am. Oh, of I, course, I yeah. see everything. I see the positive and the negative. I don't shy away from either. I like to see <laughs> both sides. So, like, where do you stand on, like, uh, like the effect that, like, you know, social media has on on wrestling and wrestling fans? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a lot of people just wanting to be heard, even if they're not right. You know what I mean? And I don't mean to say that negatively. I because yeah. I've probably said some stupid shit yeah. too. And God <laughs> yeah. forbid, don't no deep no deep dives on me, damn it. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, I don't know. It's, these these pe- half of these people, a, a good portion of these people probably didn't grow up during the Monday Night Wars, mm. and I, I have a feeling like they're just they've been. And I'm not trying to say it's fed brain. I'm not trying to say it's tribalism. I just think that they were so accustomed to having that one thing you know like us having toys or us it's hard to go to a mom and pop shop now yeah when you don't get the same feeling you know what i mean like it's it's so when you see stuff that sure is exciting you know yeah edge signing the aw of course they're gonna shit on it you know of course they're gonna yeah. there's gonna be people it's like mom i'd seen something it's like <laughs> it's like dad getting divorced from mom when she's <laughs> on her deathbed and it's like fucking calm down man <laughs> like it's not None of this is that serious. I've always been on the boat of like, just sit back and enjoy the ride, man. We are, well, you just said we are spoiled right now. We are in the, probably the biggest boom for pro wrestling. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like this is way bigger than the Monday Night Wars. And I, yeah. I, I, I imagine what the tribalism would have been if there was, you know, social media back, back then. then. Oh social media. God, yeah. Man. Like, God, I, you yeah, can I, only imagine, I, but like, <laughs> it's, it's insane. Like, I, but I, I understand where people do come from where they are like trying to stick up and be like, I was there for day one. I watched Roman Reigns debut and he is my tribal <laughs> chief. And it's like, and it's, it's some like 40 year old white guy that yeah. he doesn't belong in any tribes. He, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I love people, man. But the wrestling fans are absolutely, oh my God. it's mind boggling. It's, it's their takes. It's, I don't know where half of these people get money. Like <laughs> I'm always at these true. fan fests and I'm like, these guys have like three belts on and they're like, <laughs> you know, yeah, they're buying they bags that? of figures. And like, I'm, I was like, I can't even get a ticket to the show, man. Like what, <laughs> what are you doing? And it, like, it, it's, it's, it's one of the most beautiful mind boggling sports uh, fandoms in the world. And it's, it's, but it's awesome too. Like I am one of these guys. I yeah. you know I I'm, I'm one of the people that yeah if, if if I had the the want to go like dress up as a wrestler and go to the shows I would totally do that like mm. it's you know I, I used to go you know slick my hair back as we're going back to the Scott Hall I'd pull the little thing down yeah. put a toothpick in my mouth <laughs> and I'd be a nitro man with my dad it was it was a good time when I love like it's what we do it's like nobody should we shouldn't nobody should be attacking their own you know it's like. People, it's Star Wars versus Star Trek. You know, it's yeah. it's all the same. It's, it's it's baseball versus football. You know, yeah. my team's better. Your team sucks. It's that's what we got. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like almost like you know when when you see like um like other sports fans like when 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 wrestling fans come into the conversation of like with other sports fans, it's like who like they're like these people are fucking crazy. Like wrestling fans are like seen as like. <laughs> Like toxic, crazy, yeah, barbarians. Like, one thing is like one thing you won't do is talk about wrestling to like anything negative. Like one thing we'll all get together on. Yeah, is, like, <laughs> you attack us, we're gonna attack back. And like, yeah, you know, absolutely, like a rabbit thing, which is a good thing. 
That's what we're wait, that's what we need. We need like a good like public moment where somebody shits on wrestling, so all of us could just come together and be like, yeah, we, nah, Naro. <laughs> yeah, we need like a uh, what do you think? We need like a like a Stephen A. Smith or someone from like ESPN yeah. like, <laughs> shit on. Then they'll like, but it, even that you can't do that because now they're like doing we'll interviews with these guys and they'll like, laugh about it and be like, yeah, and they're, like, they're, like, <laughs> friends with, they're like friends with everybody. Like they you know, like they show up on ESPN and do like the the sports talk and all. Yeah, stuff. And I mean, like, even. So you think about that. wrestling in its bubble, man. Seeing wrestling on ESPN is that strange. is a hell of a, it's a hell of an accomplishment, though. Sports Illustrated, yeah, like, everything and like amazing. everything like anything that happens. Like like this, with Edge, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. keep it topical. Edge it was literally on everything. ESPN, Jade, uh, freaking Jade, Jade Sports Jade Illustrated, huge... all that stuff. Yeah, Jade. I mean, the Jade Cardgoal thing was absolutely insane, and it falls right into what you were talking about. It's like all the people that were watching from the sidelines with Jade we're like oh she's terrible she's she you know sucks. she's so green she sucks blah 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 and like we're all like yeah we, we love Jade Jade's great like and if you've ever she's seen Jade bad. in person you're like god damn Jade is a presence of a human being man so like did you see her in person oh yeah a couple oh, times yeah. man I was I was, I was help, I helped uh, film some stuff for Jazz Warriors at one of the fan fests where they they debuted her one of 3000 shop AW figure yeah. and like just seeing her like being five feet in front of her you're like, damn, man. Like, it's, she's got presence. She has that it factor, no matter what. And, like, those WWE fans are like, look, we got Jade Cargo. <laughs> it's, it's like, a, it's, the other it's thing crazy. Is like, I don't, yeah, with the, I don't want to say on the edge thing, but like, I see people saying, like, he should be, WWE should remove him from, from the Hall of Fame. You're crazy, man. It's like and stuff like, like that that makes me so angry. It's like, well, everybody goes to their about? extremes. Like, that's, that's their They're first, all, it's, yeah newsflash they're all everyone's friends they all know each other they all talk to each other like if you're if i'm not sure what corner of like twitter or instagram but you'll see them all they'll be taking they'll be at the same parties with each other like you'll see like freaking mjf hanging out with fucking cody Rhodes, and like (laughs) you'll be like you you, um bailey with freaking someone in AEW. it's like they all intermingle and they're all friends it's like well, much much like us, we Do all want to see this? each other succeed. You know, they yeah. want they 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 want their peers to succeed too. They want their friends. They want everybody to do good, and doesn't matter where they're going to do it. And right now, it's the best time to go to do these things, do big changes like that. Yeah. Edge is doing the one of the coolest things in the world because he said, "Fuck it, I'm going to go to AEW now and just have fun." Yeah, because I like there's nothing left for me to do here. How can you be even slightly against that? And like not, reasoning, like what what else is there? For Edge to do in WWE, right? Like guys done it all. No, no. Uh, I mean, story the, the moment we got, yeah, the moment we got on Dynamite with him and Christian was amazing, man. It was so <sighs> fun and like I love wrestling. Wrestling's so good like that. And like yeah. even I listen. I was at WrestleMania. Like I'm not, again, I'm not a big WWE guy. You know this, and I thoroughly enjoyed the show. It's not the kind of wrestling I'm really into. Yeah. It's not like, and I hate big arena shows like that. Like, like being there. It's like overly produced. Yeah. But it's stuff. like, you know, I, I don't want to pay. I never want to pay over 40 bucks to sit, stare at a screen. And yeah. like, I do that enough with pay-per-view, <laughs> you know, so going to, you know, LA and spending, you know, the flight there. And thank, thankfully our, our homies over at Mattel were generous enough to hook us up with the ticket for the, you know, for the Saturday show. Yeah. It was beautiful, you know? And like, I, I've only been to a WrestleMania twice before that, and both were at the Allstate Arena, the Rosemont nice. Horizon, and it was it's a it was it's a completely different machine now. Like yeah. you, uh, WrestleMania is 
like going to Disney on ice for a whole weekend. Like yeah. it's insane. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> but oh, back man. in the day, it was, you know, I like I was at WrestleMania 13. I was at WrestleMania 22. Like th- those were grittier type shows. The pageantry wasn't as, it wasn't the yeah. biggest spectacle of the world yet, but it was still growing and doing good, man. Like my fan fest for WrestleMania 22 was Hillbilly Jim's in the parking lot. Go meet Hillbilly. <laughs> now it's now the, like the, 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 we don't even call it access anymore. The WrestleMania superstore or whatever the hell it yeah. is. It's dude. It, I walking into that was its own show. It was a production up the ass. They had all this cool stuff. You get to see the stuff on display. You get to see the new figures. You get to see the meet and greets, all the titles, the gear. Like it, it's, it's overwhelming, man. And for, yeah, and it, it blows my mind. Absolutely like, blows my mind. Like I said, how could you be upset about, like I said, as just being a wrestling fan nowadays, like how could you be upset with like, with what's going on? I mean, obviously, you know, you love, you love the people that you like and you don't want to see them go and all this type of stuff. But I've seen sport, like I, I've seen a tweet, uh, uh, someone tweeted out like, uh, they wish that like, you know, the NFL, the NBA or, or baseball was like, you know, wrestling in the sense where a legend can come back and play a game or right. something like that. <laughs> like just strap, just one game, just, you know, maybe the Super Bowl, maybe like, you know, Tom Brady comes back and plays on the, a game, uh, like a playoff game or something like that. Like, like his money in the bank. Like he gets to yeah. come in and t- <laughs> he gets one quarter, <laughs> any quarter he wants for the rest of the season. Let's like, yeah. maybe like I, I would know, love it, man. Yeah, you know, like Shannon Sharp. Maybe he can come back and play a game or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you get the leg- you have like a legends deal, and they you know, all the legends come back and uh they can play. <laughs> like they hey, listen, you know, man. If I was like, oh, I, great. Wish we, I wish we could do that. That's like we yeah. don't like we we get to see like dream matches. Like, because we always talk about like, oh, I wonder if this person will beat this person. Well, a lot of these guys are healthy now and you're actually getting to see it. You don't get to see yeah. that. And you don't get to see, like I said, I, I hate to bring up Tom Brady, but Tom Brady and Joe Montana, <laughs> you don't get to see them, you know, battle it out on the field. How awesome would it be, though? You know, oh, yeah, like, how crazy would it be? They just, yeah. You know, they throw on their, their pads, they throw on their jerseys and it's <laughs> one game. They just like go back and forth. Like, who's the best quarterback? That's well, like, I, I like, I don't follow <laughs> basketball a lot, but I love playing the basketball video games. Like, that's another thing. I, dream every time I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the 96 Bulls, 97 yeah, Bulls, no matter what, because it's my shit. But like, I loved playing against the Heat. I loved playing against the, the, the new age Bulls, you know, like Derrick Rose and <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan going at each other, man. It was intense. It was, it was like, you get a lot of that fandom behind you and you're like hell yeah dude like this is i imagine if they did that with other sports it would be insane <laughs> what i'm saying is we get to as wrestling fans we get to we get to actually experience that stuff so yeah. we should be happy that you get to see it like you get to actually get to see like oh what if this person would face you want to see rob van dam face somebody in AEW or wwe he's still yeah. alive he can move he can and, put him in the ring damn well good gonna, man yeah. it could happen <laughs> Shawn well, Michaels, it's, it's not, not so much he's a uh, you know He's a little old now, but I mean, we will keep that. We'll, I'm sure if he shaved, maybe he, he yeah, knock it out one more time. He might, he might be able to get that. Hey, get listen, that leg up. What was what was the what was the show when him and uh, Triple H fought oh, and Undertaker in Saudi, Saudi Arabia show? Oh, yeah, was, what was that? Was it, was uh, it Crown the, Jewel or one of those? It was a, I think it was a Crown Jewel, but like oh, he was boy. the best looking one in the match. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, he looked he, he looked good. Yeah, but yeah, was... <laughs> he, he was still doing his like. But at some point, like it was that was, that was like an embarrassment, you know. Like, <laughs> but but HBK did look still like he could he could still go, but he's like, oh, I'm good. I'm not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> That's that was upsetting. Yeah, Hunter, yeah. we're we're out. We're we're kayfabe, okay, brother. He, he, he did do that at one point in the match. If you go back, yeah. and watch it, like they're like at the like he's in the corner. He's just like 
Yeah, this is we're, we're, we're too old for this. We can't. Yeah. We can't do this. Well, anymore. I mean, the Triple H tore his quad. Like that right, was, like that was two minutes into the match. Kane's mask falls off. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, just God. like the the. Uh, <laughs> and I think the greatest clusterfuck, man. <laughs> and I, 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 I want to move on to the, my next question, but I, I, I think it kind of like people think of that when they see like you know Edge go over to AEW, where it's like. It's obviously he he made the decision. He's a grown man. He knows what he can get into. He knows what he can do. But like, yeah. you get the people. It's AEW is not you know WWE in the sense the wrestling is a little bit more, a little bit more uh, stiff. We'll say. Yeah, like of it's, course. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's 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 a lot of different. It's a fast pace. It's 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 crazy. It's a lot of different styles. So I think like that's where I think people's mentalities are coming from. Like, oh, something might happen to him, but. He <laughs> made the decision himself. He signed the paper. He knows yeah. what he can do. He knows he can get. I want to see him get in the ring with Luchasaurus and get, I'm, see him get I'm choked. Stoked. I want to see wait, him man. fight uh, Hobbs at some yeah. point. Oh, man. Could you imagine? We're going to get a lot of good matches out of it. Like, even when Punk came back, like, he had such a good run, like, in the before he got hurt. Oh, like, yeah. He, was, he wrestled everybody. And it was like, we got so many good moments out of it, like the send hook, you know, like all that shit. I mean, that. That lasted forever, and Dude, like that's the cool thing about it. But it's I'm here for more people door, coming man. in. Yeah, <laughs> somebody from New Japan. That's all I'm saying. It's gonna be. Like, dead, like, he, he was teasing Okada. Oh my god! I, I Dude, Edge and Okada talking about like, it. Where the hell would you ever even him and Sting? Yeah. like watching Edge and Sting stand in the ring together was like wow. surreal in itself. Yeah, and that's the, on, that's people. I mean for for people there. like us who are Jeez. smart. You you silly marks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, we're, we're we're just we get to enjoy exciting. it though. That's the thing. Right like, now, just thinking of that, like pe- people are gonna look back at it and be like, "This was the greatest moment of yeah. our fandom ever," and it really is because it's like how many times do we get to see Sting wrestle again oh, after man. that WWE run? And it's been it's been beautiful. Yeah, and put his body beautiful. on the line too, like diving yeah, off no, the he, top of the table. He's the new Jack. <laughs> he's the new <laughs> he, Jack. He, he was like, I'm, "I'm quitting the Hall of Fame. I'm going to be New Jack," and he did it very well. <laughs> Yeah, he oh, almost, yeah. I, I think he wanted to put me in a match once. Uh, Ooh. I was in uh, New Jersey. It was WrestleMania. Uh, I feel like it was WrestleMania. It was the one where was it 28 or 29? It was there was a rock and stone cold with a main event. But we went to the pro wrestling syndicate show. It was in Jersey. And uh, we went to the there was a meet and greet before the actual it was a super card that they had. And it was uh, it was uh, it was a meet and greet. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, New Jack was there. John Morrison was there. Who else? Uh, Iron Sheik. Oh, nice. so Thank you, Bubba. Thank you, Bubba. <laughs> I was like, you're the greatest world champion that ever lived. He's like, thank you, Bubba. Thank you, Bubba. <laughs> I was like, you're She's right. But no. So like, I, I take a picture with uh, with New Jack. And he's like, dude, he top hat. Like, really nice. Like, dude's like dressed like freaking like. I was like, this, this is a New Jack. This dude's like freaking. Fucking three piece <laughs> dude, like freaking Rolex, like jewelry. I was like, holy shit. So we take a picture together and he's like, he's like, oh man, he's like, hey, you wrestle? And I'm like, I'm like, no, no. And he's like, he's like, huh. I was like, I, I, I walked away. I was like, oh, thank nice, nice, nice to meet you. I thought he wanted me to like, I thought he was gonna ask me to be like in a spot in the yeah. <laughs> later the next night he faced our necro butcher. Oh, hell yeah. So like and I'm in the front row. I remember. I actually have the DVD. If you go on, a, I think it's Pro. It's Supercard 2013. Um, just look, oh, for it, sure, yeah. It, look it up on YouTube. New Jack's retired. You'll see me right in the front row at the guardrail. That's Dude, so like cool, going man. at it. Light <laughs> tubes, uh, chairs, blood all over the place. They're fighting outside next to the guardrail. New Jack grabs fucking Necro Butcher, throws him like 
over like almost on like on me. You just see me like <laughs> the whole front row just get up and just fucking run to the back. You're <laughs> like, I'm stuck. I got like, that like, like, Chairs have blood all over them. And they're just that's fighting. Wild. I was like, holy shit. Anyway, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, YouTube that. I think it's you, you dodged the bullet working with uh, New Jack, though. Oh don't, man, don't, dude, don't. I did. Yeah, I, 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 because he was looking <laughs> me up and down. I was like, oh man, he's in a fucking ass. Like, <laughs> he starts getting like, you. Use right me there. as a spot or some shit. A stab <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nah. I'm all, I was like, thanks, nice meeting you, man. I, I, I and then I met, and then I went, went to talk to Lita. She was at the signing too, but, but uh, that was pretty cool. But that's I want to awesome. get, in, <laughs> I want to get into uh, your your business dealings that you have. Cause you kind of mentioned like jazz wares and Mattel and all that stuff. Yeah. So like, how did you, how did you get into like, you know, get in, get in there. You're pretty much like <laughs> an in guy with like, I'm not sure, but I will get to Mattel, but I'm not, cause I'm not sure where you are at Mattel, but jazz wares definitely. I mean, yeah, no, for sure. Like uh, and all that, but no, that like, look at, uh, I, all during pandemic, man, I, I was, the line was announced. Uh, I don't remember how I found out that magic worked on the line, but magic almost they're, they're their lead designer. And okay. like, I, I was just shooting them up. Like, dude, I can't wait to see these. This is awesome. I'm so pumped. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, they're not in stores yet. You know, <laughs> be that guy. Like, yeah, man, I'm waiting on my Cody Rhodes right now. I don't know what the hell's going on, but uh, yeah, I just, I, I was, uh, again, I was kind of out of collecting WWE stuff. Uh, just because it was like over it, you know, like yeah. there was nothing. I, I had as many elites as I needed. You know, I, I have my, my house second floor is all wrestling memorabilia. Basement is all wrestling memorabilia. Like it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a, I'm in an Oreo of <laughs> normality right on this floor and it's taken over here too. But uh, yeah, I was just kind of texting him, hitting him up, you know, like, man, this is great. Blah, blah, blah. And I used to take photos of my figures when I was a kid, and I started like getting back into it. I was like, "Man, I get an iPhone, I can do this shit from my living room. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't gonna go anywhere. This is great." <laughs> so I started getting—I wouldn't say I'm great at it, but I, I take some cool photos. You know, I get some good concepts in my head. I'm like, "This is gonna look great." Yeah. Uh, so I remember specifically that Darby's fi first figure came out. I took a cool picture. He's holding the skateboard behind his head, and Magic yeah. was like can I post this on my own page? And I was like, yeah, dude, like what, what the hell go for it? Like knock your socks off. So he posted it and was just like, dude, he's like Mike Belcaster took this photo and it was like amazing. He's like, this, this really oh, made shit. me realize how awesome of a figure I made. And I was like, damn, I was like, that was very flattering for me, dude. I was like, yeah. thanks man. Like, he's like, no, no. He's like, thank you. Uh, so I started taking more pictures. Cause like, he was always like, dude, do it. Go for it, man. Like, hell yeah. And, uh, you know, the talent started sharing them and like Cody would retweet me be like, Oh, this is awesome. You know, I, like I, on Valentine's day, I took a photo of him and Brandy. And I was like the <laughs> grandson of the plumber and his beautiful bride. And like, he was like, you know, he retweeted with hearts and he's like, dude, this is awesome. He's That's like, awesome. thank you for, I appreciate the photo. Thank you for taking it. And he's like rocking. And I was like, cool, man. Uh, then I took one of Orange Cassidy, and this was the one of the worst photos I took, <laughs> which is the, the the funniest thing. Like I was in my upstairs, and like I have boxes laying around, so I just shut the light off, so it was just orange, like kind of in the ring. Yeah, and I put he had this cool picture on Instagram where it was his face <laughs> with lasers going through it. You know, like it, yeah. it was like a very trendy looking Instagram photo, and I was like, yeah, man, it'd be cool if I could do that. You know, instead of instead of taking a picture of him like doing the orange punch or something like yeah yeah i want to i want to i want to imitate his life with my shit so yeah. i did one with you know the rainbow lights Absolutely. going through it the lasers and 
you know, hand in the pocket, thumbs up. And Jeremy Padauer, great, great dude, awesome friend. Uh, he shared it. He's like, this is amazing. And Orange Cassidy, the next day I wake up and he's like, didn't I just take this picture? And it's my photo there. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like, he just shared my thing. <laughs> 30,000 likes on the photo. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then, like, I, you know, I'm not big on trying to see who's looking at stuff, but I clicked yeah. on the likes and it's like Tony Khan liked it. All these other guys liked it. So oh, I was like, shit. damn, I was like, I did something really cool there. And it's like, so that was, I took another one with like Santana Ortiz and I found one of their promo shots where Santana's on a chair. He's got the flag hanging down and like Ortiz is standing behind him like this. And I, I you know, I replicated it again. Same response. People loved it. it was, oh, shit. Um, so Jeremy Padauer is sharing everything. Like this is the cleanest Kenny Omega photo. Blah, blah. And like, I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> Like I love Jeremy from the classic superstars line. Like that really brought me into collecting yeah. hardcore. Yep. Like I, you know, you're a kid collecting, but this is like teenager going in the twenties. Like I need everything. Like fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was chatting him up there in pandemic magic, uh, and I met Greg uh, Mitchell, who's on their team, and it was just like all these guys were so cool. And uh, Chris Metzger, who makes your he's the you know the head designer for packaging he's a stand-up guy and he's like oh man he's like i would he's like i want to meet i want to meet you he's like you are fucking like so intrigued <laughs> i was like sure uh, so he was like if you could fly out to double or nothing and if this was 2021 i want to say it was i don't remember it was the, the first one back from pandemic in vegas yeah uh so i was i was like he's like if you could fly in you're you got a welcome place to hang out like we, we awesome. like I, he's like i'm gonna be busy He's like, so it's like, you're, I don't want you to be my puppy dog or my shadow or anything, but he's like, we can hang. I was like, oh, I'm, I was like, I'm a goddamn adult. I can handle it. So first night I get there, I'm like, hell yeah, I'll go to Dynamite. I get back to the bar afterwards. Uh, Metzger's like, oh, I'm going to be there like later on in the night. I think my flight gets in at like nine. And I was like, cool. I've first West Coast wrestling show ever was yeah. that Dynamite. And I was like, it's seven o'clock and the show's over. <laughs> like I was I know, so I was so like mind blown by like that concept I was like, Oh cool. I'm going to go walk around the casino. And, like I see all the you know, talent going through. And I was like, this is crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I walk up to the bar and like Matt's was like, Oh yeah, I just got here. And I was like, cool. Like I'm walking through and I'm like that, you know, I meet AW's marketing team. I'm meeting Jeremy Padauer in person. And like, it was, and he was like, Oh shit. Like Belcaster, you know, it was, it was, like, it, was <laughs> That's awesome. it was really cool. And like, you know, it was, uh, and I was like, I was there. So I was like, if you guys need any help, like, I'm going to be happy. To, like, if you need some extra muscle or anything, like, just let me know. So, because I'm going to be hanging out anyway. Like, you might as well yeah. use me. <laughs> so, you know, I, I got the help set up the, the fan fest display and stuff like that. And I had a really good, like, they, they were so welcoming and so cool. And I got to meet everybody, shoot the shit with them. Like, uh, like, obviously, they seen my photos. So they knew I could pose a diagram of figures yeah. You know, yeah. at least half decently. So that, that worked out good. But um, yeah, uh, Chris got the whole deal set up. It was like, we'll get Fig Night Live at, you know, FanFest. So I did the whole That's weekend it. there. Yeah. Like I was, yeah. Even so it's like that big Fig Night in Vegas, man. It was, it was cool as hell. So that, like, and then it's just been every show since i've been like if you guys need something holler i'll be there no matter what like i, I don't care I was like i got miles i can take a plane right to vegas I'll, <laughs> poor me i have to spend a week in vegas watching wrestling and yeah, no. <laughs> playing with toys like oh no <laughs> but uh yeah it's, it's it's kind of been like that and i just i i, I love being around the man like, like that's another thing like I, I was working wrestling for so many years so yeah I, i'm easy to handle talent i'm easy to 
help people like David, Hey, we need Sammy Guevara. Go find him. Like, okay. You know, <laughs> give me a pass. I'll, I'll go take care of your shit. <laughs> so it, it's, it's cool. And like, I got to do so many really amazing things. Like this is, if I could tell my childhood self what I'm doing now, yeah, I, I, I would, I would be like, get the fuck out of here. Who are you? You're lying to me. Like this, this is, I never thought this was an attainable thing to do, you know? And now I'm doing so much of it like it's podcasting wrestling going to shows hanging out being being around all the talent and stuff like it's a dream come true and i like i i absolutely couldn't be happier like i'm so i don't even know like i'm so proud of where i came from because like i had a rough childhood growing up i had a rough you know a couple years uh you know when my brother and my dad passed away i was like i, I was lost as hell i didn't know what to do anymore you know like i yeah. just like literally was stuck and this literally saved me and became everything i ever wanted it to be like even when i was working in wrestling with the independence like it was fun yeah it was it was it was cool but it was never where i envisioned myself right so now i'm kind of like I'm kind of working in the figure life. I'm kind of working in the wrestling life. I get yeah. to do the podcast. I get I get to do everything I've ever wanted to do, and then some. And I'm 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 still at a loss at how to explain how grateful I am to be yeah. in this space. And like even like I'm telling you, the Mattel thing was insane because like we got an official email from WWE. It was like it was by request of Mattel, we'd like to invite you out to WrestleMania. And like I, I printed it out. I'm framing that shit. I'm like, I, I, was, <laughs> I was in tears. Like I was like, holy shit! Like that, that. I mean, what, what, what is the greatest? Like you get to go tour Mattel's design center. And That's like crazy. John from Ringside. It's like I've been doing Ringside for so many years, and I've never done this before. This is crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? Really? So like I'm, wow. I'm, yeah, and I'm walking the same hallways with you know steve ozer bill mckenna you know john from ringside uh every damn wrestling influencer out yeah. there <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was it was so mind-blowing man and like it that happened live on fig night me and tom both thought steve ozer was pulling our leg because he's like oh he's like wrestlemania's coming up would be cool to see you guys there and it was like, yeah. oh yeah that would be cool and then Chad emails us the next day. He goes, oh, you guys might want to see this. Because <laughs> they, they sent the invite to the tavern email. And I was just like, what? Yeah, so that was that was me going, all right, I need to figure my shit out, get out there right away, and just do it. Because it once in a lifetime thing. And it was amazing, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. That's uh did did Tom didn't did Tom go? No, it oh, no. was no. I was so I, I, I couldn't believe <laughs> that oh, he man, that that I was like, what? Day. No. And like, it was, it was, I'm, I'm a toy guy. Like I'm, it's not just wrestling. I've, I love collectibles. I'm really into it. So walking around seeing like, this is the very first hot wheel, like in oh, front yeah, of you, like, yeah. not on, you know, a screen, like you're looking at the first, hot wheel, <laughs> like seeing how they do everything. Like my daughter's big Barbie people. Like I, I got into it too, you know. Like I'm like, oh, we gotta go find this Barbie. We gotta yeah. they have a SpongeBob <laughs> drop for the for the Barbie shirts. We gotta go find it, you know. Like so, walking through those hallways and seeing those things and like, uh, uh, just flabbergasting, like just absolutely mind blowing, man. And it was like I felt like I was like in Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, that's like if I touch the wrong thing, like a trap's gonna go off. <laughs> I'm gonna be thrown under the bus. But it was it was amazing. Like even even like Sam Roberts, you know, he's been on the the debate a few times, yep. and he's been on Fig Night a few times. 
just meeting him in person. Like it was, it was like, oh, yeah. Sam. Like he's like, oh shit, what's up, dude? Like, <laughs> you're like, all right, like this is wild, man. So like it was, it's just been a blessing, man. I'm, I'm very, very thankful for everything, and a lot of it comes from you know doing this. And I can't say that enough. Like yeah. having magic on Fig Nights, amazing. Having Chris come on, having Ozer and all these people, Bill McKenna. Bill McKenna follows me. Like it's it's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Like he he popped up at the AW Fan Fest. He was like uh, the Starcast that was just this past month. You know, oh, and he okay. was like he was like, hey, is there any cool toys in there that I should be looking, <laughs> looking out for? And I was like, no, no, like, not at all. Like, this, over there. Yeah, what's he doing? Like, this, is, this is not it. <laughs> get some but it, there was there was an awesome moment. And I wish I would have gotten a picture of it. But Bill McKenna's talking to Magic and the Jasper's team, and then Matt Cardona comes walking out. He's like, oh no! And I was like, <laughs> they're all just sitting there talking. I was like, hey, hey guys, I was like, calm down. You got three of the greatest wrestling toy designers in sure. one square right now, and they all laughed at it. And I was like, you should like that should have been a photo somewhere. I think it would have been. Like, I think did they take a picture together? They better have. <laughs> I think. They, wait, I think it's. I think they went over to the Mattel one or something. It was something. I yeah. see a picture of uh it was like they're like what it was like I figured what the caption was. It was basically like what the hell's going on here? It was like <laughs> two different like the rival companies or whatever. But it, it, it like awesome, it dude. just that is awesome. Like and like I love little shit like that. Like, you know, and then he's walking by, he's checking out the dome that we put together the day before. And it's like again the figures, man. They're all yeah. friends. They don't hate yeah. each other. <laughs> nobody, nobody like, hates Jeremy each probably other. calls Bill and they talk to each other. They're like, Hey, what's going on? What you, you coming out next year? What do you what's going on? What we, let's not release it because they have to kind of like know each other's business in order to yeah well magic used to work at mattel so him and bill are close and like every time i like if i'm in vegas bill's in vegas because he's like i love wrestling and i want to come to vegas for a week (laughs) it's like oh no totally understandable man so i've crossed paths with them a lot it's just been he's a really cool dude and he's from chicago so he knows like his mall was my mall he used to go to my toys r us my kb toys he gets it you know so that's cool to have that kind of what do we you going to super dog tonight? We're gonna go get a hot dog. Yeah, man. Like hit me up. We'll go through. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna have to, it's I'm cool. Gonna have to stick, I'm gonna have to stick with the uh with the tavern side of things because uh you know, <laughs> she Sheena, Sheena has uh has some heat with Bill. So. Oh. <laughs> I will ask about this off, I've off been, air. <laughs> I've been trying, we've been trying to uh no, we, I've been I've been trying to, you know, mend fences and try to, you know, give a good name to the you know, Chick Foley show. We have Steve Steve loves uh the Chick Foley Twitter, he's always you know, always retweeting stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Out and stuff like that. Steve's so. great, man. He's love, a, love Steve. I know Jeremy. Bill's, Bill's, Bill's very quiet, though, on his own. So yeah. it's not like negative, probably. He's probably yeah. just like, oh, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, no, we had, uh, what else? I think, yeah, one year we did, uh, Jeremy actually helped us do the Chick Foley toy drive for one of the, one oh, of the Christmas Eve Christmases. Nice. He ended up like donating like a ton of toys to like. That's super cool. Which is pretty sick. So yeah. So yeah. He's uh, uh Jeremy loves uh he he loves the Chick Foley show with the and Sheena. And How all can that you stuff, not? So. Come on, no, Jeremy's but, uh, great. He... Yeah, we just need to get Bill. We just need to get Bill back on board. I'm yeah. not sure. How, but we'll do it. I'm gonna. That's my mission is to get Bill back in, in, the, in the good graces. They have to meet up. With, maybe I'll like say, Hey, Bill, you want to come on over, Mike? Hey, Sheena, you want to come on and just like have him on the screen? Yeah, just just merge the mega blind powers, date. man. Just blind date it up. That's, that's all. Now you now you can't go nowhere. I'm yeah. not letting you guys know. No. But um. <laughs> but yeah no that's awesome that you get to like and it's not like you know you, you got it on your own merit you got it on your own you know your own yeah, talent 100 yeah and, and it looks you, like that's you know, the coolest shit in the world pictures and it, it like kind of you know snowballed into this like 
big thing, which is pretty, it, it, I mean, it's awesome. Just like, just to think about like how, you know, you just tell the story and how, like how this all happened and how everything. Very organic. Out. Yeah. And it's like, it, that's then I to circle it all back. The improv, the yeah. stand up, it all helped like, Hey, can you interview, you know, Sammy Guevara about his new ringside toy? Fuck yeah. yeah. Like I'll go, bring him by one, two, three, ready? Let's go. Boom. Hi, I'm Mike Belcaster from Turbuckle Tavern. You know, and it's just, it's, it, it clicks instantly and you're like, yeah, you, you go into the mode. You're like, all right, I got this. They're like, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's what I do, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, uh, I was in, you go back to one more thing. So like, yeah, please. you did say like your, um, so your father, you said it was like, you know, how, how, in how, how like in, influential was he in your like wrestling oh. fandom? Man, uh, they my parents took me my first. I was born in December of 1987. My first wrestling show, which I still have the ticket stub, was in January of 1988. And wow. Dustin Rhodes was on the card. Uh, <laughs> super cool. It was, it was a WWF uh, like superstars show uh, at, the, at the Rosemont Horizon. And just ever since, uh, I, I, I mean, ever since I remember, it's always been around because like. My brother was into the Hasbro's and the LJNs. I was yeah. on the tail end of Hasbro collecting. Uh, so, he's, you know, we had him in the house. I got his toys when he was like, oh, I like, you know, cool shit now. And <laughs> that <laughs> wrestling toys are like, okay, like I play with them. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, and all of his friends were into it. So uh, I got into it just naturally like that. And kind of, uh, I remember my, like my first live show experience was Hogan was fighting Bundy. We were like third row. I must have been like four or five, right? And like baby, still baby. Uh, yeah. Maybe even younger. I think it might have been three. Uh, red and yellow Hulkamania shirt, like a yep. rock and roll and like full blown into it. And Bundy came over and we were like third row. Hogan gets thrown in the guardrail and Bundy, you know, does a nice stiff punch to him. Hogan's gushing blood. And I was like... <laughs> I remember grabbing onto my mom, like, is she going to be okay? Like, <laughs> like what's going on? Um, and then it was just like me and my dad's thing from there on out. Like with my dad and my brother, they, they bonded over music and me and my dad bonded over pro wrestling. And it was every, every Monday night, it was either our house or we were at my grandma's house channel seven o'clock to eight o'clock was WCW time. Monday night raw comes on at eight. It's channel yep. flipping time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got really into it. Uh, it was huge, huge. I mean, we went to everything: uh, WCW shows, uh, WWF shows, uh, ECW. Uh, never, never did like the indies until later on. But like, I mean, the one of the last pay per views I took my dad to was a TNA Bound for Glory here. Uh, yeah, and it was always one of those things. Like, hey, hey man, you want to go hang out, watch wrestling? Hell yeah! Like, even when my parent my parents split up, I was like. 17 ish you know and was yeah. like still going over to my dad's you know apartment and watching pay-per-views <laughs> or <laughs> having over at my place and you know watch pay-per-views and it was it was it was just always something we were into and like i used to like he would take me out of school and i'd go to work with him and on our way back we'd be like hitting up kb toys toys r us he, would, <laughs> he was he was the worst influence on me because he was like i want you to have what you want yeah, you know yeah, and exactly. it was like <laughs> it was like 
all right. So I would be like, while he's doing work, I'd be on their work phone, like calling KB Toys, like, hey, you guys got too cool in yet? No? Okay, I'll call you back tomorrow. <laughs> click. <laughs> like, pick up another phone, like, Toys R Us. Hi, do you guys got a Scotty too? How do you figure it oh, out? All right, click. You know, it's like you're bouncing back and forth. Like, I, I used to call the stores, and he was such a good dude for taking me everywhere, like, yeah. everywhere. And he was, he went above and beyond. Like, we, we weren't, you know, we weren't wealthy. We were, he worked at a warehouse job and, but he took care of me. Like I days I'd come home from school and like, you know, WWF attitude would come out on his way home from work. He would stop at the KV toys, pick yeah. me up the game, you know? And it was like, he always looked out for me like that. It was, it was cool, man. Even to a point, like we were making our own wrestling accessories for the toys. <laughs> he would help me build stages and like, uh, you know, it, it, he was, he was cool. He was creative, man. And it was, it was really cool to, experience that with him like right one of my favorite memories is him falling asleep there and i think it was raw or smackdown and vince did the turn and i'm gonna poison the, the my own creation with the nwo and i'm like i'm slapping him i'm like wake the fuck up man nwo's coming to chicago and like i was there for that first raw i got the truck piece from when the nwo ran the rock over i have a the, the kenworth side of the truck and it's autographed by hogan and nash and like it, it's crazy man like it's just always been part of my life and yeah. like, i mean every every week I, I don't think i've ever skipped watching it even when i fell out of it it would still turn it on mm-hmm. 10 minutes 15 minutes be like what's going on over here yeah right, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah i think of this i think of the same way in the sense where you know my father when he uh we, we used to uh, we want every every monday night raw every nitro flipping back and forth and stuff like that i think it's just something like even now, like in great, even though like you know, Raw isn't the greatest you know show to watch right now. It's not the yeah, not like it was back in the you know the Attitude Era. I still put it on because it's like ingrained in me. I think it's like a thing where you know it's something I used to watch with my father every Monday night, and uh, it just it's just continue on. I maybe yeah. my son watches it now too. He like I mean he loves oh, he loves wrestling the best. Yeah, so he like <laughs> he's like really into it. So like that that definitely helps. But like I think it's 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 crazy how like you know you. Know, it wasn't really like my mom wasn't really into wrestling. She got into it with like, you know, she was around it. She wasn't into it. She didn't get yeah. into it. Obviously, like everybody else, Monday Night Wars happened. Everyone's <laughs> loving, you know, Stone Cold and The Rock and all that stuff and Mick Foley and everyone's like, you know, that's when they like brought like the casuals in for the most part. But it was always like it was always me, my father, my uncle as well. It was yeah. just always us like from the early, early 80s, late 80s to the 90s. Like, just remember, like, you know, my father, like, loving, he loved uh, Bobby the Brain Heat and, like, on commentary. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was the funniest, like, dude ever. Like, he loved, he loved, uh, it was a uh, Bash and Booger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bash and Booger. Hell yeah. Uh, and uh, he, he loved when, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Bobby the Brain Heat was like, you know who I pick? I picked Booger to win. <laughs> so he, he always thought that was like the funniest like thing. I'm like, that's such a corny joke. Why'd you think I... <laughs> it's not even funny at all. But like just like stuff like that. He loved all the uh like the uh like the goofy, silly side of things. But uh it's cool. Yeah, he, he's one that brought me, yeah, he brought me into uh into wrestling mainly because you know he's from the south. So I yeah, I started watching like the you know mid-south and all that stuff. So oh, those were all my stuff, you know, yeah, and, uh, you know, junkyard dog, butch reed. Road when he was uh when he was you know young and young and thriving and stuff like that young so, and plumbing yeah, yeah I, I grew up i i grew up watching that and like the von erickson all that stuff so like That's that awesome. was my first foray into wrestling before you know 
the WWF yeah. at the time. So, dude, and bro- uh, the, just just it, coming back to it with the with the kids thing, like you you see it now when your kids watch oh, it with you, and like how how beautiful is it? Like my two daughters oh. watch with me every week. My nephew was he, I, I have custody of my nephew. Uh, he 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 was super into it growing up. He's thirteen now, so he's kind of like, like eh, yeah. But he's still like it. every yeah. time I get a new toy, he's like, "Oh, what do you? Is it so dope? <laughs> like, dope, dude? Like, oh, just, can you buy me that Adam Cole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just show him, just, just show him uh, something cool, and he'll uh, he'll be right back and show him. Oh, he loves uh, Darby. He's <laughs> so ecstatic. Like he's like, man, you get to go to these shows with oh, people. That's a, yeah, like, see, that's like this. He's like, what a fucking trip, dude! And like, like he you gets how to, like, important meet it is. These guys and... talk to him, talk to yeah. these, like, all the ladies and stuff like that, and the all the superstars and all the movers and shakers and stuff. Yeah, um, man. Um, always, actually, you know what? One more question. The last question, please. If you, I, yeah, absolutely. If you listen man. to the show, I always give this last question. If you were to uh, bring somebody back, because we kind of talked about this, you, you know, you bring it, you bring your nephew back into wrestling. Right, he's yeah. he, he's he was a watcher of it. Now he's like, nah, I'm not really into it. I'm you know, I'm, you know, I'm into girls now. However, however that yeah, goes. oh, hell, you know, of course, we're, we're, we're guys. It happens we're to the best ones. of us. It happens <laughs> to the best of us. Um, so if if you were to bring him back into into the fold, like man, what match are you gonna show him to bring him back to bring him back into? The love of Revel- since since we're using him as an example, yeah, you might have to go more current. You can't. You might not be. Yeah, I think it's going to be more current. Or but, you can go but before his I'll, time too. That's another thing. Hey, I'll I'll throw I'll throw it both ways, right? All so, right. Uh, for like so my grandpa's really he's he's watching AW. He's never watched wrestling my entire time. The okay. guy's ninety years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's like that that goofy shit. And now he's like, he must oh, like that's more, awesome. Huh? It's what you do. No, he <laughs> loves it, man. And like he watches every week now. And it's I'm I'm not even there with him. I was like, so that's crazy. <laughs> he just knows the AEW like logo so he's like oh it's on cool you know and it's like so he gets to watch it but like uh one of my first times falling in love with it and this is what brought me into it and this is what i showed my nephew the first time i like he was not you know five and eating boogers and (laughs) not knowing what he was watching except for two guys beating the shit out of each other but um it was razor ramon and Shawn michaels ladder match you know and i thought for me as a kid being his age seeing Razor walk under the ladder, you know, uh, hands yeah. out doing this, slicks yep. the hair back, does the toothpick. Like, what? What a cool dude! Like, where you don't get cooler than that. And then you no, get this awesome right. match, yeah. And you're like the the shining, like the old school. Nobody like I love current day product, but the old wrestling when the camera would hit the light the right way with the title hanging down, yeah. you get that beautiful shine. Like you don't see oh, that yeah. shit anymore, you know. And it's just like. I loved it. Like that, I was hooked. I was like, what is this? I'm just sign me up. I'm all in, dude. So I showed him that match, but uh, bringing it back was Forbidden Door. You know, my, my kid, he's in the Fortnite, like, or not, not even now, he's, even Fortnite's not cool enough for him. Like, he's, <laughs> he's too cool for school. Uh, but he walked out while we were watching Forbidden Door and he was obsessed with Danielson versus Offspray like obsessed like like heard final countdown he's like what the hell are you watching (laughs) sat down watched the whole match was like whoa and like cool stuff man like and he was like man like so it's still much like uh, like i see it from my perspective like he's like oh it's kind of not cool but he still loves it you know what i mean and like that's like he's got all his figures lined up in his room like like, he doesn't try to hide it or anything but he's just like 
Yeah, I'm putting all my AW stuff up now because, like, you, I see you at the shows now. It's cool. Like, <laughs> you know? So, I'm like, yeah, there you go, bud. And, like, it's, I mean, it's, I, I love the pageantry and the characters from pro wrestling, but those, those physical matches, like an Osprey versus Danielson, like, that that's like the deep dive reading reading the whole novel you know like <laughs> like i got the cliff notes here and i could watch all the hogan matches and it's sure it's great but like you go watch this these two guys literally beat the piss out of each other for the love of it they're like they're best friends and they're slapping <laughs> big men slapping meaty men man and <laughs> like it's it's poetry like that's uh, like wrestling such an artistic uh form of entertainment and it's so beautiful when it when it's done on the highest of high platforms and it's done well i i could sit there and watch it on loop you know i could yeah. i could put that danielson offspring match on a what, what do they call those those nft like frames now where it just shows the motions instead yeah. of it being a photo <laughs> yeah i would no. just watch them slap each other <laughs> and be like i, I paid a thousand dollars for this <laughs> like it, it's it's crazy i love love it and it, it's like even my girls are into it like my daughter loves Britt Baker. We got her. Thank God for the cameos and all that shit out there now. Yeah, like, that's awesome. We can get the my 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 youngest was obsessed with Matt Hardy when he was broken. You know, like she loved the delete, 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 and she was like <laughs> her. I think it was her fourth birthday. We we got a Matt Hardy cameo and one of the ones where they call you. You know, yeah. like, and actually talk to you live. Yep, that's and awesome. she was just like. And, and Matt was so cool about. It. He's like, ah, what's up, little one? And you're like, oh man, like they know what they're doing they they know what they have and that's yeah. why i love when especially nowadays like the the the, the talent now are so in tune with their fan base yep. it's not like a, a, a honky talk man situation yeah, ever. No. <laughs> everybody's super super yeah. beautiful and, like, great. yeah <laughs> but like i i ran up the brit uh this was the first all out uh after pandemic uh so this was my first AEW show was I went to the dynamite this is my first AW pay-per-view. It was there I put the Chads came up from you know down south. You know, Hawk came up and like it was I was the first time meeting them in person. Yeah and so it was it was cool to like put physical people to the yeah. to these pictures that we're always <laughs> looking at. But uh yeah, I walked up to Britt Baker and I was like oh Britt I was like can, can I show you something real quick and she like it wasn't like she was like ah, what the fuck weirdo like she, I was You're like not right <laughs> my, my daughter like she dresses you for Halloween and she was like she's such a cutie I was like that's is awesome. it okay if we like get a picture real quick and she's like I'll shoot a video for it like she was so that's nice sick. and she was talking to her like her dad and her sister at the time like she was like hell fuck yeah and like it, the people like that that's I so love cool. it like Darby's one of those guys like they, they just get it Sammy Sammy's one of those guys that goes above and beyond like uh, you know, just a genuine good person you could see it you could tell who is and who isn't you know what I mean yeah and it's it's awesome when it when it, play, it plays out that well and I, yeah. I couldn't be happier <laughs> yeah that's, I was gonna say like yeah I was gonna say that's one of the things I appreciate about you know AEW um is like the it's the the intimacy with the uh with yeah. the fans and stuff like that it's like the you know the the acknowledgement of the fans you know we're the tribal chiefs finally did yeah yeah not even that it's not they like, acknowledge you know, like, us it's, no, <laughs> no it's, funny. It's, it's more or less like they're in the stage i'm a whole i mean hopefully they stay this way and they you know they don't get you know aw doesn't get like too huge where it's like you know, now they're going to be this big corporate entity, and now they're just like f you fans, yeah, do whatever. But I'm, I'm hoping they say that with that like kind of level of like, 
connectedness with the with the fans and stuff like that because that all the people there you can definitely tell that they're uh they're very that you can tell that they're like thankful for with the spots that they're in right now 100 they're very grateful yeah. for for where they are and who who even knows them and acknowledges them like all those they their first time getting an action figure a lot of the a lot of the like, men and women yeah. on that roster so like you know, it's, I mean, it's so they just seeing that is probably surreal to them. But then having you walk up and say, Hey, my daughter dressed up as you, it's like they, 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 they don't think of that stuff. They don't think, yeah. like, oh, no little girls dressing up as Britt Baker for, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you actually show it, it's like, Holy shit, this is reality. Yeah. People are actually no, doing this, so. It's a blast, man. And that was, that's like, if you want to swing back to the those guys getting their figure for the first time, like that's one of my favorite things to be there for. Is to see like yeah, Yuda got to see like the the blood and guts one and his yeah. kind of upcoming one coming out. He got to see it in person, like, and I was like right next to him as he's looking at it, and I, we did a, a little like interview piece. I don't think it released, but I was just like, "We were Yuda, like you, you are the official first time figure here. Like, you know how awesome is that for you? And how awesome is it that you get to bring?" the first ever figure form of a ring of honor title. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's gotta be like, he's afterwards. He's like, can I go show, can I take a picture of this? And yeah. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, do it, man. Like, I love, I, it's one of the coolest things to just not, not I don't even say be a part of, but just be in that moment there seeing people like, yeah. Uh, Jamie haters first figure. She got the, like, I watched her see it for the first time. Like, you know, like freak the fuck out and like, Oh my God, this is so cool. And like, that's, that's so awesome, and this goes to like circling back to watching our our people grow and glow. Yeah, I love it. it makes me so happy to see Hobbs going, man. That's a badass spine buster you set up there with my toy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> like they get it. Like they all love it. It's it's the best, man. <laughs> oh man, I could go. On. We can go on and on for. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I could do I, this I for think. like the rest. But, uh, of the, I mean, we could. We, I got, I got, I got, I got some time. No, <laughs> no, man, no. But, uh, we'll we'll end it there. But yeah, no, that's, this was awesome having you. Thank you for uh, thank you for joining, man. This was. Thank, wait, I feel like I have to have me. you on again because I feel like you have a lot more stories. Oh, we we, we haven't even scratched the surface. And yet. I, I want is... I want to hear more stories of uh of your <laughs> of your of your uh, interactions with different uh, celebrities and yeah, man. Going, oh, I, I got like, I got plenty too, man. Absolutely uh, plenty. <laughs> I might have to do like a special like uh. Mike Bell, I open Mike with uh with uh the MVP Marco and Mike Bellcaster just to <laughs> the stories are like a, a I'm, little mini series going. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, brother. Anytime. I, I appreciate you for inviting me on here. I uh, yeah. always love talking to you, but this is uh, it's good to get a little intimate one on one time, not on a wrap up, not on a raw down. Yeah, no, we're like, not here pleasing the fans. We're just enjoying each other's company, and that's what it's all about. <laughs> this is the, the, the the thing I love about this show too is it's it's most of the time it's the first time I'm actually speaking to the person like obviously we've spoken before but like yeah in a one-on-one setting that's why i like doing this because it's like obviously if you know the term open mic it's your first time standing on stage and yeah you, know, you might bomb you might you might not <laughs> but uh but ho- hopefully when you when people listen to this we didn't bomb i think i i, I enjoyed, I enjoyed you hopefully i didn't bomb yeah i this mean just, gr- you oh, have a you have a standing dude. here i'm just the guy <laughs> dude, we could have ended it at the dave Chappelle story we didn't have to go after that i could have been like 15 minutes in we're, we, we're, we're done <laughs> we're good it's could have <laughs> ended the show right there and people would have been like holy shit what the hell but yeah, uh no, this, <laughs> listen man I, I i'm always happy to come and talk tell stories talk wrestling anything man uh and it, 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 it absolute pleasure to be here i can't 
thank you enough for having me on. Yeah, definitely. And I'll give you give give you plugs out. Where where can we? No, nah, man, I, I plug I, Turnbuckle Tavern first and foremost because I wouldn't be anywhere without those beautiful group of extraordinary gentlemen, including yourself, the Pod Foundation, everybody. You guys have been so gracious taking me into your under your wings and bringing me in <laughs> keeping me warm from from all the the bad stuff that happened to me before <laughs> but uh yeah the turnbuckle tavern.com you, you guys if you if you watch fig night uh the wrap up any of the shows we do shot of nostalgia i i, I mean plug shot of nostalgia that like it's been one of the funnest journeys of my lifetime was going back show. watching these things with ace and it's just a blast but uh yeah everybody uh I'm plugging everybody else besides me. <laughs> I'm at Mike <laughs> Belcaster, uh, wherever you need to find me. Basically, I, I Instagram is my hopping place. I don't, I don't really use Twitter, Twitter anymore. It's 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 more of like a I go there for the memes and the retweets to see what people yeah. are posting. I don't, I don't it, sometimes I'll share photos on there, but not too much. But you can see all my beautiful artwork. I, maybe the, I think of the picture of. Chappelle is up on my Instagram. Maybe not. I don't know. But if not, remind me. I will send it to you. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, lots of lots of cool stuff, man. I'm at Mike Belcaster Instagram. Uh, and uh, just hang around, man. Follow along for the journey. We've got a lot of cool stuff. I'm taking a lot of cool photos. Uh, it's it's good to be seen, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. And the same thing here. You can. Uh, he already said the Pod Foundation. You'd actually go to the IG at Pod Foundation. That's where. Uh, you get all the up-to-date shows when all the shows drop. Um, I'll be transparent. I'm the one that does it, so you'll see all the updates. And <laughs> so if you can't go to each individual uh, uh, Instagram page, you can just go to Pod Foundation and see all the new shows as they appear. Yeah. Uh, you can go to the MVP Marco. That's my Instagram. Start starting to get a little bit more active on there. Uh, so hopefully that you know, <laughs> hopefully I build there. Twitter, not so much. I am on Twitter. Same thing at the MVP Marco. I am on the Twitter machine, uh, as, as Sheen likes to say, at Chick Foley Show. I run that over there. Sheen is obviously on uh, Chick Foley on IG. Uh, Chickfoley.com if you want to follow every all the musings, I would say, of the, uh, of the Chick Foley <laughs> crew. So we're, uh, we're, we're not turning out as much. You know, product as the Turnbuckle Tavern, but we're we're starting to we're, we're starting to get a lot of shows out there. We'll, we're we're trying to keep up with you know in between the uh, in between the the pay per views as I like to call them when Chino Absolutely. likes to show up. So uh, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, in between good qu- content. I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah. We're we're all out here doing our thing, man. And that's uh, you guys are amazing at what you do. And we, like that's I was a fan of Chick Foley before I even started doing the podcast. Like so, it's it's super cool to. Be involved with y'all, man. I, re- I remember when she hit up our other former partner, and he was like, yeah. oh, "I don't want to do it, man." And I was like, "No, you should do it because, like, they're good people. Like, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're a big enough playground for all of us to play." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I couldn't be happier to have crossed paths with you guys. I mean, made friends with all of you. I mean, like, this is the most wrestling friends I've had in my entire lifetime. And I oh yeah, be definitely. <laughs> Same <laughs> amount of people you we we met and all the friends you had, like. You can like literally go anywhere across the country and like know know somebody, which is yeah, pretty 100%, insane. Man. <laughs> like, hey, oh, you want to go to New York? Oh, you get Anthony and freaking Tom out there. You want to go yeah. to freaking Tennessee? You get Sheena down there. <laughs> get, like literally all over the country. There's like you have people we can we can go know. coast to coast, man. And, Even and across the pond, you get uh, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, Nick Storm, man, Nick Storm. Nick Storm. We have uh, in, our, <laughs> in our Facebook group. We have our uh, Phil Dunnett. He's our uh, yeah. I love Phil in the UK. Uh, he's uh, we can go visit. him him um but yeah i mean he's he, he's he, he likes to shake me down when i don't 
get my picks in early for our <laughs> so I, I'm kind of scared of him. But uh, anyway, we'll, <laughs> no, we'll have the show there. But uh, thank you very much for um, for joining uh, on this audio journey, as I like to call it. And uh, we'll see everybody next time. Hell yeah. Peace. Peace.